I'll give you. The, I want to tell you about the role of women in the, in these emigrant wards. The women were slaves. They had a baby every year. In their fertile years, if the baby lived, the Riverside Cemetery in Oshkosh is full of graves of infants that died in the birthing process. If a woman had 16 kids, it was not uncommon uh, for to lose two or three at birth because they did not have the health facilities or medical facilities to take care of the thing. In the city of Oshkosh, in the sixth ward, for the immigrant families, the only health the pregnant women had was a nurse by the name of Mrs. Stumfel. She was a trained nurse that had been, was very old. I think she was born in the 1880s, 1890s. She became a trained nurse. And she would help these immigrant women in the 6th and 13th wards deliver the babies for a dollar a baby. They would be delivered in the homes. Now, keep in mind that these immigrant women that came to the United States were uneducated. They were subject to the laws of the Catholic Church and the Lutheran Church where the male was a dominant master of the house. His word was law. The women with so many kids had to be sure their baby were fed for supper, had to put them to bed. By the time my grandma or my mother got to bed, it was probably 10, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night because they had other chores to do. They had laundry chores to do. They had to take care of the kids. They had to feed the kids before they put them to bed. They had to change the diapers and waters. And it's my estimation, in my estimation, the average immigrant wife of the early settlers in the 6th and 13th Ward, whose husbands worked in the lumber mills, on the average got five or six hours sleep a life until they died or retired. Many women died early at an early age, and that's that's a whole that's a story. I talked about the women's workload. Can you imagine the number of uh, the number of clothes that were in a family of 16, 20 kids, plus your husband? Plus, in the immigrant neighborhoods, if you had an uncle or aunt or a brother and sister that lived in Germany, they would come to live with you. And a proof of this can be found in the uh, city directories from 1880s, 1890s, 1901st part, in it the list the number of homes in each family is listed in the city directories. You can find that in the city directories. And it's nothing to have a home with 20, 21, 22 people. 
Now, where would they sleep? The average immigrant home in Oshkosh only had a, a kitchen. It would be a big kitchen because of the big families. You had a, a wood stove for cooking. That You had a hot water heater on the edge of the wood stove that you got your hot water from. And you had a, a you had a shed you had a, a container that held wood supply against the wood stove because wood was the main heating element in all the immigrants' home. And the problem was that with the homes, you, I mentioned you only had a big kitchen, you had a bedroom for your parents, and you had a living room, but the living room was never open because that was all where your mother or grandmother kept her fine things, their fine linen or their precious wedding gifts things. It wasn't used except at Christmas time or for holidays, wedding and weddings and things and things of that nature. And that's and that's how the, that's how the people lived, and the attics were the homes for the rest of the people that lived in the house. But my grandma had fifteen. My grandma on my dad's side had fifteen kids. They slept in the attic like all the ethnic families in Oshkosh did from their early immigrant families. The beds up in the attic were nothing but straw in a container of cloth. And you slept on the, mat, the you slept on the straw mattress on the floor until your parents could buy a bed if they could buy a bed, and it was two to three kids per straw mat if you had a big family. It was common four or five kids to lay sideways on the bed to sleep. If you got 20 kids and you got an uncle and a, uncle or aunt or brother and sister living, they slept in the attic with the kids on straw mats or feathered. They called it a feather ducat. In the German, a, a, a mattress we call a ducat. And it would be called feather ducat would be full of chicken feathers or goose feathers or turkey feathers. And that's what you slept on in, in these attics. These attics were unheated. And when in winter the time, I can remember in my although my living accommodation is a little better, I can have snow would blow in through the windows, and there'd be snow on the floor. Mm-hmm.